Welcome to Matt D'Elia is Confused. This is Matt D'Elia, and this is episode number fucking whatever, you know? Uh, this fucking quarantine's going on for so long. Who the fuck cares the amount of time that it's been going on? Because it's just too fucking long. And it's only going to get longer in California. They just announced... That stay-at-home orders will stay in place until at least July. Everyone's so mad about it. Here's something I don't understand. Certain things are opening up slowly but surely. There's one thing I just simply do not understand. I understand why people are upset about not being able to earn money. And I understand why people are upset about not being able to see people that they want to see. I even understand why people would be upset about even the small things of their normal life. Just going to get coffee. I mean, that's annoying. Going to get your nails done. That's annoying. But these are things people consider a part of their routine and they want to do them. So while it's very annoying that people are up in arms about certain things like that, there's... It's like a sliding scale of understandable. But there's one thing that I just don't fucking understand and I will never understand. And if you try to make me understand, I'll fucking be pissed. Because it's not understandable. If you try to make me understand this, I'll be fucking pissed because it's not understandable. Okay? And here's what it is. What the fuck do people need to go to the fucking beach for? When? Since when? Is the beach so fucking important to people? Why do you want to go to the beach? The beach... Look. As far as non-essential shit goes, the beach is near the fucking top. You don't need to go to the beach. You don't need to go to the beach. Ever. 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 Unless someone's drowning in the ocean... You don't need to go to the beach. But this is such like a, 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 a fucking point of contention amid all this fucking uh, controversy. The beaches are like the front lines of all of this shit. Somehow the beach has become the fucking crevasse the crevice and we all find ourselves on one side or the other why is the beach so important to you people i'm going to go two parts to this anti beach shit the first one is simple the beach fucking sucks i'm going to say it again it's just so everybody so we're up to speed the beach fucking sucks first of all sand 
Second of all, way too many other people, and this has nothing to do with fucking viruses or pandemics, just way too many other people, period. But why is every, like, it's as if, the two things you hear about the most are beach and church. I address church all the time, so now I'm addressing the beach. Who were all these people that were absolutely tethered? Their life depended on being able to go to the beach sometimes. You see these people during the protests. It's like telling them not to go to the beach. It's like telling them not to go to the bathroom. Do people really love to fucking just chill out that hard on the beach? That they're going to be up in arms? That that's the thing they're going to be up in arms about? And the second thing is, even if you love the beach, you shouldn't, unless you're a fucking pro surfer. But if, if, if you do love the beach, if you happen to not have the right kind of brain and you think that the beach is the best fucking thing, why can't you wait a little bit longer? What is needed? What do you need to go to the beach for? And I get it. This really kind of comes down to just this basic idea of nobody likes being told what to do, especially in America. God fucking forbid. But the beach? Pick your battles better. Ever since the fucking beginning, it was like, our beach is going to close. Our beach is going to close. Beaches are going to close. Oh, my fucking God. The beach is closed. Who gives a fuck? Do something else. Wait two fucking months to go to the beach. Summer is long, and also the sun will be there forever. And so will the beach. The impatience is is astounding to me. Just fucking go with it. No pun intended. There's no reason to draw a line in the sand about beach going. How fucking spoiled are we? We can't live our lives unless we get to go to the fucking beach? We're fucked. We can't even sacrifice going to the beach and getting a tan. We are fucked. Not, not, nothing, fuck coronavirus. Fuck COVID-19. I'm talking about we're fucked because we can't spare going to the beach sometimes. People are so fucking annoying. I saw, uh, I mean, this, this, this was... I mean, I've seen some dumbass protests since all this started. I've seen some really fucking stupid-ass, dumbass protesting. But I saw one yesterday that actually takes the cake. I saw one. Guess where this was? I'll give you a second to guess, and then I'll tell you after the second is up. Guess where this was? 
fucking Florida. So this was in Florida, the worst place on earth. And there was a protest. I think it was, I don't know where it was because it was just on the street and the shots I saw of it were like aerial shots. But it was uh, like maybe 50 people. And what they were protesting was the reopening or rather the closing down of gyms in Florida. They were all packed together like sardines on an open street, mind you. They easily could have distanced, but they didn't. Because, hey, they're Americans and no one tells them what to do. So they're fucking gathering too closely. No masks. I mean, needless to say. And they're yelling. And they have big signs. And they're yelling about... I think they're at a gym. Across from a gym. That's the other thing. Nobody knows like where to protest. Because it's so not centralized. People just gather wherever the fuck. I'm going to start gathering outside my favorite restaurant and just protest. Even though it's not their fault at all. So anyway, these people are protesting outside the actual gym. Which has no say if they can let them in or not. And they're going crazy, but here's the good part. They're doing squats and push-ups and sit-ups and shit. While they protest. Just on the fucking sidewalk. I saw some idiot woman doing push-ups. And her long ponytail is just like dragging on the fucking concrete. As she's doing push-ups. Also. What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing that? Why do you need to go to the fucking gym so bad? Go for a run. Lift a heavy thing at home. Put a heavy thing on your back at home. Or go for a run anywhere. That's the thing. People can't amend their shit. They're just like, if I don't do it exactly the way I fucking did it before all this fucking happened, it doesn't count. Just amend your shit a little bit. Everyone's fucked. Everyone's having a shitty time. How about you amend your shit quietly, just like everyone else is? I mean, cases are fucking just going back up. The, um... We slowed it down. With a severe social distancing and shit closing. And once we've started to reopen, things are starting to creep back up a little bit. And we're, I mean, the writing's on the wall. We're going to be reopened real fucking soon, all across the country. California saying, Gavin Newsom saying July for California. Maybe, maybe California will last the longest, though, because these other states are not going to be doing that shit. And we're so not ready for that shit. Testing is still a fucking mess. Not here, not in California, but around the rest of the country. Why is... 
why whenever i mean i don't even know the answer to this but whenever i listen to the news about various countries figuring out testing before other countries it's confusing to me because the world stopped and one thing is more important right now than anything else in the world for everyone and that's testing for covid-19 some countries figured it out in january some in february we still haven't why is it on a country to country basis why can't whoever first figures out the fucking tests we all get tests from there what the fuck even is that no one even explains that when they talk about this on the news when a new country wants a fucking when a when a country wants a new McDonald's in their country and it's not America they just get a fucking McDonald's they're not like oh we we love the business model of McDonald's and uh uh but those are american so we got to come up with our own kind of McDonald's they just open a fucking McDonald's if there's a test that works hey everybody fucking share it and fucking make more of them nothing else matters nothing nothing else matters if we had testing we could reopen way fucking quicker with way less anxiety around it fucking get more tests nothing else matters uh luckily for us because people are just getting bored That's the saddest reason to stop to let our guards down on all this shit. I mean, I hope everybody's right who's like, just reopen now, it's going to be fine. I hope that's right. No one that is an expert is saying that, but I mean, I hope that's right. But what I don't like about any of this is that boredom and idle hands seems to be the driving force behind all of this push to reopen. People just fucking can't sit with their own minds. It's just like the fucking thing I was talking about the other day, the beaches thing. Once the weather got nice, everyone's fucking true colors showed. Now like, yeah, I don't want to spread this virus, but uh the sun is out. So so therefore I must go to the beach so fucking depressing honestly it's fucking depressing to me that boredom will be our undoing uh but now people are bored enough even they're not just bored by everything that's going on or they're not bored because of everything that's going on. They're also just bored with like the topic at all. So now you're starting to see stories crop up that were were the kinds of stories that cropped up before all this shit. And seeing them again now, there's a certain kind of story that seeing them again now 
further highlights the absurdity of these kinds of stories. To be more specific, throughout all of this, you haven't seen very, we haven't seen very many news stories about sort of like anybody being canceled, you know, cancellation. And to a large degree, wokeness in general has taken a back seat. And now my dog's barking and I'm fucking mad. Charlie! So wokeness and cancellations have taken a back seat. But uh, I saw one recently. It looked like, and now it looks like that shit's starting to come back. People are like, "Uh, I'm bored with the end of the world. And I'm bored with all this news about the end of the world. So actually, let's get back to these fucking extremely arbitrary cancellation things. And the one I'm talking about is this Tyra Banks shit. You guys know about that? I wish I didn't know about it, but because I do, I'm going to talk about it now. So Tyra Banks is the fucking face and host of some show that I've never seen called America's Top Model. America's Next Top Model. It's not present tense, it's future tense. I fucked that up, and I apologize. People love this show. I've never seen it. Seems fucking terrible. Seems fucking bad for society. But I can't really say that it is, because I don't know. And this is another one of those situations now where I'm being forced to defend someone that I probably... I don't even know enough about her to like or dislike her, but I'm assuming if she produces and and is the host of a show called America's Next Top Model, I probably would find her fucking annoying or her sh- or her show sucks or something like that. But uh, but now because of w- because of what's happening, I have to fucking defend her. I have to feel bad for her even though I fucking don't want to. But she's being, uh, there's a backlash against her, against old episodes of her show, meaning episodes that aired in like 2015 or 2016 or something, about how she's mean to the contestants, which, again, I haven't seen it, but I'm sure that's why people watch the fucking show. But specifically, she told one contestant, this is what I read, this is not a fucking joke. What people are mad at her about is the resurfacing of a clip from the show where she told one of the models to to close the gap in her teeth. That's, that's what she's being dragged through the mud for. For telling a contestant on America's Next Top Model to get her teeth fixed. I'm confused because isn't that show about becoming a successful model? 
isn't that show a, specifically about these young women subjecting themselves to the harshness of the realities of the modeling industry, which everyone knows is a fucking hardcore, difficult, shitty, mean industry? But now, she got to be dragged through the mud because she said something five fucking years ago about one of the contestants' teeth. And now she's got to be publicly shamed. And here's the fucking part that double annoys me. She addressed it. And she said, Been seeing the posts about the insensitivity of some past ANTM moments, and I agree with you. Looking back, those were some really off choices. Appreciate your honest feedback, and I'm sending so much love and virtual hugs. Here, I'm just going to read the passage from this fucking... Oh, this is actually... In 2006! Oh my fucking God! Okay. In one intense clip from season six, aired in 2006... Wow, this show's been longer... With us longer than... A lot of things, and that's depressing on its own. In 2006, Banks and fellow judges are seen pressuring contestant Danielle Evans to get the gap in her front teeth closed through dental surgery. They insist she will never win the prized CoverGirl modeling contract with the distinctive feature. Quote, So Danielle, you went to the dentist, but you refused to have your gap closed, Banks told the aspiring model. Do you really think you can have a CoverGirl contract with a gap in your mouth? Yes, why not, Evans responded at the time. This is all people see, Banks said, putting her finger between her own two front teeth. Easy, breezy, beautiful, cover girl. It's not marketable. Who the fuck cares? For this, she had to fucking apologize? On top of which... Wow. Wow, wow, wow. People are fucking babies. It's such hypocrisy. The show's a monster fucking hit. And a clip of it from 15 years ago. In which she tells a model how she'll be more success- how she thinks she'll be more successful. This coming from one of the most successful models ever. And there's some fucking backlash. Get a fucking clue, people. The modeling industry is fucked up. Way worse shit than that happens on the fucking regular, on the fucking minute. And everybody wants to be fucking high and mighty and try to roast Tyra Banks about the things she said about this girl's teeth 15 years ago? Fuck you. Do I like Tyra Banks? I don't know. Do I give a shit about Tyra Banks? No. But this kind of shit makes me give a shit about Tyra Banks because it fucking bothers me to dig something up from 2006. That's like when they fucking... (laughs) That's like when they dug up that old John Wayne interview in Playboy, I think from the 70s, 
I don't even remember what he said. I think it was a racist. Or no, I think it was about women. I don't even know. But it's like, hey, you guys all know John Wayne's dead, right? You guys all know he's dead? So what is this? What even is this? We're fucking canceling dead guys? Why? The problem with all this shit is that it fucking it's it happens too much and if it happens for stupid little petty shit like this it makes the real deal shit that people should be fucking canceled for more likely to go by because we're focusing on the little petty bullshit. Let's just focus our energy on the fucking actual monsters who do actual bad things. It's so annoying. Also, just the fact that this could be news at all right now. Shit was on fucking CNN. Shit was all over fucking Twitter. People sending me shit about it. Look, look how dumb this is. Of course they know. I'm going to fucking hate it. Who are you to right now be able to focus your energy on being angry at Tyra Banks for telling a model in 2006 to fix her teeth? If you're upset about that right now, at this moment in history, you're a fucking titanic asshole. People love to fucking complain about cancel culture, but more than that, people love to cancel people. I don't... I don't know. I I don't mind tearing people down if they deserve it. I don't know. It just seems pretty obvious that that's a good thing to do for people who deserve it. I tend to lean towards a way of minding my own business, but just to take an extreme, extreme example... That everyone fucking agrees on. And this shit happens to fucking uh, Harvey Weinstein. Fucking rejoice. Obviously be happy about that. It's a victory for fucking humankind. But let's keep our focus on that fucking shit. This, the being mad at Tyra Banks about this would be like being mad at Simon Cowell for being mean to a contestant on American Idol. It's why we watch the show. It's fucking hypocrisy, man. There's more shit I want to get into. Um, I am going to take a little break right now. And get into some of those things after the break, including some of your Twitter questions. Uh, so I will see you after the break. Okay. Don't go anywhere. Matt D'Elia is confused. We'll return right after the break. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And I'm back. So I wanted to talk about, yeah, let's see, this was Monday, yeah, Monday, yeah, at the press conference in the Rose Garden with President Donald J. Dump, President Donald J. Dump, uh, um, a reporter asked him a question. You guys might know about this. This this was widely circulated. But if you got your head in the fucking sand, because you're at the fucking beach, maybe you didn't hear about it. So let me just play the clip. And the only context you need, really, before you hear this is that the, the initial, the first reporter that you hear, that woman, is uh, Asian American. Many times that the U.S. is doing far better than any other country when it comes to testing. Yes. Why does that matter? Why is this a global competition to you if everyday Americans are still losing their lives and we're still seeing more cases every day? Well, Before he even answers, I want to point something out. The fact that she even has to couch the question like that is upsetting. He's such a fucking bully. So she has to tiptoe around it. Instead of pointing out the fact that we're not actually doing well in testing, she circumvents that approach to say, why do you focus on and say that we're doing so well in testing? Is it a competition? And this is his response. So it's already depressing, just right out of the gate. They're losing their lives everywhere in the world. And maybe that's a question you should ask China. Don't ask me. Ask China that question, okay? When you ask them that question, you may get a very unusual answer. Yes, behind you, please. Just to interrupt again. You can't ask a country a question. I've tried. I've tried to ask countries questions. It doesn't work for anyone to advise other people to ask countries questions is bad advice. It's nonsense, but that's nothing new for him. It goes on. Sir, why are you saying that to me specifically? I'm telling you, I'm not saying it specifically to anybody. I'm saying it to anybody that would ask a nasty question like that. That's not a nasty question. Please go ahead. Why does it matter? Okay, uh, anybody else? Please go ahead in the back, please. I have have two questions. No, it's okay. But you pointed to me. I have two questions, Mr. President. Next. Next, please. But you did. You called on me. I did, and you didn't respond. And now I'm calling on 
Sorry, I just the young to... lady in the back, please. I just wanted to let my colleague okay. finish. But can I ask you Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. Appreciate Will it. You thank you very much. And then he just leaves. We're in the middle of a pandemic. Reporter asks a question. He answers it absurdly. Quickly tries to call on a different reporter. That reporter wants to give the first reporter a chance to ask a follow-up question because the mic was taken away. She gives the floor back to the initial reporter and says, why are you asking me that? Obviously meaning... Hey, I'm fucking Asian American. Are you being a racist fuck? Or, and then he says, I'm not specifically saying it to you. I'm specifically saying it to anyone who would ask a nasty question like that. Hey, man, that's not a nasty question. And here's the bottom line you're a fucking pussy. Donald J. Dump is the biggest fucking pussy I've ever seen over the age of five. No one talks about this enough. In fact, people talk about how he's this strong man, tough, take no shit guy. And I think the people that say that would even point to something like this as an example of that. I would point to this as an example of the exact opposite. The guy can't even answer a delicately asked question. A clearly delicately asked question. And then it turns into like a, a, an unruly kindergarten class. Because he's like, no, 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 I called on you, but you didn't answer quick enough. No, 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 no. The other person now. And he's pointing to a third reporter. And the second reporter is like, but you called on me. And he gets mad that he even she gave the floor back to the first reporter. So he's going to punish not only the first reporter, but the second reporter too. And then he punishes not only the rest of the reporters, but all of us. Everyone who wants fucking answers by leaving, by getting angry, being petulant like a fucking little bitch and leaving. Dude, I've never seen a bigger pussy in my life over the age of five. I've said it before. He's as dumb as Beavis. He's the only actual living person that I'm aware of. As I said before, when I first said this, I'm sure there are other people as dumb as Beavis. But he's the only one I've ever seen. There are a lot of people in this world and a lot of dumb fucks. He's the dumbest I've seen. So we not only have Beavis in the White House, we have a baby Beavis. He's Beavis if he was a baby. He's a fucking pussy. It's incredible that the whole uh, aura around him, his reputation is that of a fucking tough guy. And he's the biggest fucking pussy ever that I've ever fucking seen. How's that work? How's it work that the truth is a guy is the biggest pussy in the world and yet his reputation is that of a fucking tough guy? What's wrong with everybody's brain here? 
I don't even blame him. He's clearly got something fucked up with his fucking brain. I try to be as understanding of anyone as I possibly can. Let's just give him the benefit of the doubt and say he can't help it. Let's just say that. What the fuck is wrong with everybody who wants him to be president? That guy's not tough. He's a fucking little bitch. He's a classic little bitch. Anytime anyone provides the slightest fly in his ointment, he fucking flips out, becomes a petulant baby, and walks away. Or gets mad, shuts it down like a little kid. Either way, he's a fucking pussy, and he's our president. And we're in a fucking pandemic, and we have a pussy as our president. A defensive, petulant pussy under five years old. As dumb as Beavis. A petulant Beavis under five years old is our president. And the thing people care about most right now is apparently whether or not they're allowed to go to the fucking beach. Wow, I'm fucking angry today. It's just, it's hard to look out and see the world and see it as exactly the opposite. What appears to be, what is apparently the opposite of how many, if not most people see it. I look at Donald Trump, who is billed as a tough guy, and I see the largest pussy known to man. How's that work? What is, what, what are you guys seeing that I'm not seeing? so fucking tedious I will say this this fucking pandemic should certainly help in Joe Biden Joe Biden's just like oh nobody's listening to me fuck yeah I mean that's good for everybody I mean, I've said this before. Is Joe Biden ideal? No. Is he a breathing body who isn't five-year-old Beavis? Yes? Then I'm going to vote for him. It's as simple as that. I can't watch this fucking unbelievably huge baby anymore just vote for joe biden does he act like everybody's demented fucking grandpa yes does it always look like his dentures are about to fall out of his mouth yeah does he looks does he look like wax yeah does he look like a corpse with a shitload of makeup put on him? Yeah. Is he going to be a better president than Donald Trump? Yeah. I honestly cannot fucking wait for the to experience the dementedness of the debate. Debates between Biden and Hump.
I can't wait to tally all of the clear sentences, all of the things that make sense that either candidate said. I can't wait to add them all up and look at that number, which will be zero. I can't wait to add all of them up and then look at the sum of all of the things that made sense, which will inevitably be zero. You got to wonder how the fuck we live in a country where those two guys are the choice. Those two guys are our choice. A demented grandpa corpse with makeup caked on him and a five-year-old Beavis. And now we got fucking Justin Amash. Change your last name before you do anything. But we got Justin Amash running for fucking president now too as a libertarian candidate. I I remember when I I heard he was going to run. And what I can really remember the most is just the fucking blinding fury that just jolted through my body when I heard that. Justin Amash, Amash, whatever the fuck, spell it different, change it, have a different last name. Just change the A to an S because that's way fucking cooler and you'd probably win. Justin Smash. Um, but all that matters right now is that the guy that's president isn't the president anymore. So if you're going to think about running, all you're going to, as a third party candidate, all you're going to do is risk taking votes away from the person that would actually be beating Donald Trump, which again, any warm body is fine with me. I'd fucking vote for Weird Al over Donald Trump. I'd vote for fucking Cardi B. I'd vote for fucking uh, Kimball Jenner, or whatever the fuck her name is. Kylo Jenner. Kylo Ren. I'd fucking vote for Kylo Ren. As long as you're alive and breathing, I'd vote for you. So guess who I'm voting for? Fucking Joe Biden. Do I like it? Nah. Do I like anything? Not really. Not right now. Do I want to start liking things again? Yeah. So guess what? I'm going to vote for somebody else. All right, I guess I'm going to do some fucking Twitter questions, huh? I swear I always get at least one question about Oasis from you guys. So the first one I'm looking at is, what are you, what's some of your favorite Oasis tracks? And also, what do you think about Noel Gallagher? I mean, Noel Gallagher, I, I love Oasis. I was, in, I was in Oasis. I was going to say I was basically in Oasis, but I was. I was in Oasis, as anybody who knows me knows. Thanks for liking my band, Oasis. Uh... I love Noel Gallagher. I like Liam Gallagher the most, but I do love Noel Gallagher. Um, they're funny. They're both fucking funny. 
I miss fucking funny people. Everybody's so serious now. They're funny though. Uh, Songs of theirs that I like are, I mean, they had a new album come out, I think in the mid or the early aughts, maybe. I'm not quite sure, but that's not my shit. My shit is like when I was, you know, what's the story, Morning Glory, that album. Um, Standing on the Shoulders of Giants, The Master Plan, Be Here Now, all their 90s shit. Um, My favorite Oasis song, it might be Hello. And if you disagree with me, fuck you. Don't fuck with me. Uh, it's enough about that. We got somebody here. Uh, what about grown ass men that use the term deep state and are completely serious about it? Yeah, that one throws me, honestly. When I had uh, Joe Walsh, my very first guest, uh, when I had him on the show the first time, I've actually had him on the show twice, but the first time I asked him about that phrase. Because likewise, that phrase strikes me as like, it's so, um, it's like a lot of these like QAnon, far right wing conspiracy thinking type of things where it sounds like it's in a bad movie, like a really simplistic term in a, in a really stupid ass movie. But when I asked Joe, he laughed about the term because he uses it. And I, I, I don't know if I'd say I called him on it, but I did ask him about it. And he laughed about it and was just like, that's just a term I facetiously use to, so, but I think he's an exception. Uh, When people say it and mean it, I just think, oh, you probably think Hillary Clinton eats babies. And that's not a good look. It's not a good thing to think because it's just not true. But yeah, if you say deep state and mean it, you just need a new brain. You need to redo your entire brain. Because if you think that that's a thing, you're just dumb. I'd like to know your thoughts on how quarantine has lizard people theories and other shit like that popping back up and supposedly linked to COVID. I've heard everything from 5G, hospitals injecting a virus, contrails or chemtrails, etc. No idea how people latch on to these theories. I talk about this a lot. But the, the, the thing I will say, just broadly speaking, what I th- my thoughts on how this has kind of poured gasoline on this type of thinking, it's just everybody's so fucking confused and scared and worried. When anxiety is as high as this, simplistic ideas, fantastical ideas, even ones that are absurd, if they're positing themselves as explanations, particularly if they're sort of like catch-all, explain-all ideas or theories, there will be scores of people who want to believe it so bad that the desire to believe it overrides any possibilities of their critical thinking, critically thinking past it. It's like that pandemic shit. Same fucking thing. 
if you watch that with an open mind, one thing you'll notice is you want to believe it. It's so much easier to believe that. I talked about this fucking on Sunday. It's so much easier to believe something that's tied up neat with a fucking bow on top that says, they did it. They did it all. And it was a fucking plan. And they executed it. And that's what we're up against. It's them versus us. Every conspiracy theory has an element of an extremely nefarious group doing something under the nose of the general public. Every single one. The term conspiracy isn't even necessarily synonymous with that. But every major one is that because it explains things that are either mysterious or upsetting, uncomfortable or anxiety inducing. Those are the fucking hallmark signs of a bullshit, dumb shit conspiracy theory. If, it, if believing it is going to make you feel way better about a genuinely troubling and confusing thing that's happening in the world, guess what? It's bullshit. The world is sloppy. And the people in it are fucking sloppier. Get better brains. Our family dog for 19 years, Milo, is going to be departing us soon. We are heartbroken, but it's just cruel at this stage because early signs of liver cancer, etc. The thing is, I'm extremely devastated. However, my sister is finding it really tough. Do you have any words of advice for her? Oh. That's sad, but I'm going to address it. I, I, a lot of you know this, I'm assuming. I had a, my beloved Billy, who was, I think, 17, died in February, just before all this fucking pandemic shit. Um, and before I even address the question, I, I will say I've been thinking a lot about how sick she was and how much more difficult it would be to deal with now. She happened to die right before all this started. And I don't, I mean, obviously I'm not happy that she died, but if she had to die, I'm happy that it was before all this fucking madness. But to answer the question, I would start with 19 years. Holy fucking shit, 19 years. Your dog lived 19 years. That's something to fucking celebrate. Also, every pet you ever get is going to die. So if possible, you need to get that pet knowing that. And I know we do. We all know that. It's not like we're all fucking morons. But we should remind ourselves that when we get a fucking pet, we're going to have it until it dies. I mean, unless we obviously die first. But generally, pets live way shorter than humans. And the chances of you dying before your pet are low. Unless it fucking kills you. But don't get a pet that can kill you. But yeah, it's, it's extremely sad. It's extremely upsetting. Full stop. There's no but there. That just is true. At the same time, Also, just as true, 
you gave a dog 19 years and just to open it up to anybody if you have a dog or pet even for just fucking five years that is a significant part of your life and it's an even more significant part of their life and you made it fucking good this is this is the core of why owning a pet is so satisfying they're animals that if left in the wild would die would have a hard time and live a short terrible life you me whoever swoops in takes that thing in fucking loves it inexplicably treats it like it's in their fucking you treat it like it's in your family and give that thing a good life that's why we own pets and you did it for 19 years and if milo is sick and it's sad and he's on his way out i know it's hard but i would i would suggest letting it go and putting him down and stay with him if you can i did that with billy i, I stayed with billy when i put her down and obviously it was hard but it was also the right thing to do and you know it is hard to know when that sort of threshold is crossed of like are they in pain is life more bad than good and it's not possible to tell that with pets very often because they don't talk and when they and when they experience pain it's not like humans we're fucking babies about it dogs at least they just fucking sit there just just ice cold my childhood dog cody he fucking had severe cancer just like spreading through his body all over the place i don't want to get graphic but it was fucked up we had no idea until it was like everywhere because he's the most stoic fucking doesn't give a fuck, doesn't complain thing I've ever seen in my life. Until it was just fucking unbearable. Until my dad went to go pick him up one day and Cody just fucking snapped back and bit his hand. It was crazy. I saw it. It was fucked up. But it's hard to tell is my point. But you know. Because you're with it every day. If you think it's better to put it down, it is. It's better. And don't doubt the decision. If you think it's better, you're right, and you should do it. Uh, here's a new one. The latest temper tantrum of Donald Trump when he told the reporter to ask China. Yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah, you know, covered that. Oh, look, another one. The latest temper tantrum of Donald Trump when he told the reporter to... Wow, two of the exact same thing? Incredible. Different people. The moon, real or fake? See ya. Uh, dude, you're the best. Aw, thank you. You're the best. Wow, that's a sick fucking handle. Miss Eve 666? That's fucking rad. You're the best for having that handle. 
Um, talk about the stimulus checks and how it doesn't make a dent. Yeah, I mean, I was just reading actually about there's a new $3 trillion relief plan, relief plan put together by the Democrats in Congress that is now about to reach the Senate. And Lindsey Graham and other Republicans are saying it's they're going to automatically vote, vote it down. They're going to vote against it. Uh, so I would say, yes, it doesn't make a dent. And furthermore, you ain't getting more. You ain't getting more money. $1,200? That's it. Also, not everybody is getting their fucking money. I was listening to Andrew Yang talk, who's the fucking shit. I love Andrew Yang. Don't fuck with me. And don't fuck with Andrew Yang. He was talking about how, and I guess I knew this, but I never really thought about it. It only goes through the IRS, the the original $1,200 stimulus checks. So if you didn't file your taxes last year, you don't get it. And guess what? If you didn't file your taxes last year, you probably need it more than fucking most people. It's crazy how fucking stingy Republicans are being about this shit. No one's making money right now. Give us more money. Speaking of fucking Andrew Yang, UBI, universal basic income, even if it's just an emergency UBI for the next fucking three or four months, do it. I mean, fuck, Donald Trump, you want to win in November? Give everyone money. Way more of it. I don't want this, but if you did that, you'd win, you fucking dipshit. $1,200. That isn't even fucking rent in LA. For one month. $1,200 is like a fucking slap in the face. To a lot of people. Give me my money. Give me more money. Give me my money. Give me more money. You know? Oh, here's a good one. Just straight up. I asked you guys for questions or things that you want me to talk about, and straight up somebody just wrote, American Animal 2. Now, I'm glad you brought that up. I'd say your name, but I don't know how to say it, but I'm glad you brought it up, person who brought it up. Slamonella is the name, is the handle. Questionable handle, but hey, you said American Animal 2, so I think you're fucking great in perpetuity. American Animal 2 uh, is a movie that I want to make when I'm like 50. I don't know if that's a pipe dream, but I've told myself for a long time that I want to make American Animal like 20 to 25 years after I originally made it. American Animal 2, rather. I want to make a sequel as like a fully middle-aged man. And I don't want to act anymore. I mean, I'm in American Animal. I'm not an actor, obviously. But I'm in that movie. And I, I thought I would reprise my acting, my fucking illustrious acting career in a sequel. And what I want this sequel to be is basically like Jimmy, who I play, is dead. 
but it's never like addressed. It's like this super surreal thing. And he's just in this like weird, all white, massive, all white, but like hospital white, like fucking uh, spaceship white. Not like regular room white walls. I'm talking about like a massive white space. And it's just him. And he's fucking naked or in his underwear all the time. And he's got all these different animals like fucking Dr. Doolittle, Ace Ventura. And I mean, I don't want to give too much away about the plot of the movie because it's going to be fucking amazing. And I would never divulge such a thing. But the idea of American Animal 2 is in the works. And it's fucking crazy. And it's super surreal. And I'm going to make it in about 20 years. So something to look forward to. Um, If you haven't watched the original yet, American Animal, YouTube's the place to watch it. That's where you can fucking... See the primo version because there's some shitty fucked up standard def and all cut up versions out there. This is funny. When it first was out uh, on when it was streaming and on on, uh, broadcast, the distributor made a cut for broadcast. And because the movie is NC-17, this isn't true. I can't even fucking believe it. But in the tri-state area, which is New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. They were airing it for a, for an entire month. They were airing it on Saturday and Sunday on the CW or WB, whatever the local name of, of those affiliates were. Here at CW, I think, I don't know what the fuck it was there. But that channel in the tri-state area was airing it. But because it's NC-17, the movie was 50 minutes long because they had to cut so much out of it. And the movie's naturally 95 minutes. So it was fucking over 40 minutes cut out. Which only made me wonder, why the fuck are they putting this on the CW? You can't see half of it. My dick's in it. Everybody's saying fuck every other word. It was fucking great, though. I was pretty happy about that. Anyway, my point is there are some fucked up shitty versions out there. YouTube's the version to watch. Uh, And if you rent it on YouTube, I'll probably get like, you know, fucking two cents. So works out for everybody. Uh, All right. I'm going to wrap this up. Thanks for listening to me. Be super fucking angry for the first 40 minutes of this. Uh, Things are getting tense, though, you know. There's tension out in the streets. People fucking getting anxious, confused, scared, fucking going broke. Everybody's losing it a little bit. I'm getting fucking a little more heated than I usually am. So sue me. All right, everybody. Uh, I love you. I think it's it's possible we'll be doing video uh, for Sunday's episode. Definitely 
for a week from now's episode, next Wednesday's episode. I want to try to hurry it and get it ready for Sunday. Uh, and we got that merch coming soon too. Obviously, I'll let everybody know when that's available. Just trying to set up the fucking online store and get all the fucking shipping shit worked out. But that's close. Uh, thank you for listening. I love you all. Uh, stay safe. Stay healthy. And stay on if you can. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And fucking stay on. Okay. <laughs>